Sleeping bags. Check. Spare batteries. Check for the sleeping bags, right. Yes. Uh, tennis balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, tennis balls, but in blue. Yes. Uh, push-up gear. Push-up bra. Push-up bra, for that the was the next bag. one. Yes. Um, has to look, uh, has to slay, even in its sleep. Food, we don't need. Uh, fire no, starter all, stuff, we don't need. All flare that will gun, be provided. No. Uh, dental floss, but like not dental floss, but like the little picks uh, right. that you pick, that, yeah, the dental picks, yeah. the floss picks. Do we floss have those? Picks. Yes, I bought the 500 pack. Okay, and finally, a 10,000 pack of cotton balls. One, two, three, four, five, 10, 11, 12. Check. It says on the bag, but yeah. I was counting the number of bags. They don't sell them in that large a quantity, so I had to go. Oh, did we get a 100 I bags went, of 100? I went store to store to all the Dollar Trees in town and cleaned them out. I am not popular with the um, manicurists in town. <laughs> I'll bet. Um, look at those cuticles. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Emphasis on the cutie anyway i think we're just about ready to go on a yet another nonsensical adventure throughout limbrook um yeah shall we get our uh, hey, uh shall we get our hey alex uh I oh just it's need mike you, yeah i just need the mayor's uh signature on on something real quick whoa what what you guys got going on here we're oh, we're getting ready for a, our day yeah we're planning a uh sort of like how do i put that like a um camping themed drag show that we're gonna be doing uh, as you can see, we've got the sleeping bags. So we're going to come out in the sleeping bags. And then uh, the tennis balls, obviously, for shaping. For, for stuffing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaping hey, we planned stuffing. it all out. Go get your best mini skirt and come with us. I Well, first of all, I, I absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm all in for this. I, I have. Uh, we know you auditioned I, and were our second. I mean, first choice. Totally I got all the way choice. up to second choice. Hey, listen, you were Adam's I'll, I'll take first that. choice. You I'll were my that. third choice. You were a defaulting choice. to second. I've yeah. been listen. I've been prepping for this ever since Survivor and RuPaul did that crossover uh, season. Surviving that, RuPaul. Surviving RuPaul. <laughs> they went yes. over to RuPaul's house and had to spend some time with him. Yeah, and then meanwhile, meanwhile, all of the all of the queens went onto the island and had to survive that. That I've I've been addicted to that ever since. That that's. Uh, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah. But, so let's go. Well, Alex, you know I can't go. You've you've put me in charge of you. You've my my job now is package consultant for Limbrook. Oh yeah, that's Village. Mike G. By the way, package consultant this week for the town of Limbrook. I'm Alex Shear. I'm the mayor of Limbrook this week and every week until the end of time or until I get impeached, whichever comes first. And uh, next to me, the non buzzkill is Adam Rudy. Yep, I am Adam Rudy. I'm in charge of, of course, curtains. <laughs> curtains. That's, that's all I'm in charge of this week. That's all Just he needs curtains. to be in charge in. Just because. Curtains. Yeah, no, and it's. I'm glad they're bringing you along for the for the camping weekend because you you know you got to be careful about all those wild curtains in 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 the great forest of It's not of the camping weekend. It's I'm in charge of drawing the curtain, opening and closing the curtain for the performance, and then of course I have to yeah. run back around to the wings, quick change into my sleeping bag, and right. then because I come on stage like a stagehand in all black. 
and yeah. then I run back around and <laughs> yeah, I get it in then, my drag and, gear. And all of them. By the uh, by the way, I did see the flyers for this. I I love the that you that you titled this entire weekend just camp. It's very clever. <laughs> this is very very clever. Um, yes. And then yeah. after all that, he draws curtains. By the way, Adam, don't forget your sketchbook. Oh yeah, I need this because I'm designing. Yeah, yeah. You've heard of balloon curtains? No. What are what are balloon curtains exactly? I'm still not clear. On balloon curtains, on what they are exactly. Uh, they are a decorative window shade in which the fabric at the bottom of the shades drapes in loose, puffy scallops because two or more points across its width are held together higher than the rest of the bottom edge. This you know, is you why he's me, the best. You gave me more information than I could ever possibly have needed, and I'm still having a hard time picturing it. So I'm designing Zeppelin curtains, which oh, okay. gotcha. are bigger, firmer, filled with hydrogen, and I'm going to be debuting we'll them we'll during the performance. Gotcha. What? <laughs> so, what are you talking about? Right. Don't worry about it. Well, I've so, got this great guy working on it. You ever hear of this guy Hindenburg? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. It didn't really. Uh, I, 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 smart, smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. But I so, mean, listen, I, I really would love to attend, but you guys, I just got this, uh, got this, got this notification from uh, Raymazon.com, and I just. I, I can't miss it. They say I have to sign for it. Um, oh, yeah, uh, that's right, the package. We get a ton of those. Um, this well, one's probably you, important. Did you? Do um, you know what it is? Like, I mean, you ordered it. I'm just curious. Yeah, to- it's, you know, it's it's something. Well, he's got so uh, many subscribe and saves. It's like, it's a real roll of, roll of the dice. Look, whatever it is, I definitely, I need it by day's end, so you do have to stay here. That is true. There's no one else who can do this aside from you. Uh, but... I left the uh, TV in the in the waiting room uh, on. Uh, the remote works, but only the <laughs> up channel up button. So you got to be careful when you scroll. Uh, yeah. It's all yours. Oh, that sucks. Uh, you do, you do have to none. share it with they, any they other moved, people who come in. They moved the channel for prices right, so I got to be really really careful when I'm when I'm scrolling for it. Oh, yeah, damn, yeah. That's, uh, don't yeah, worry. No, I mean, you're like, don't, you're don't probably not gonna have to even change the channel. It is on. Uh, TV for dogs, 24 hours, separation, anxiety, calming music. So you should be fine, you know? That, yeah. yeah. And we'll I leave the it. lights on and we'll turn on the little thing that throws the tennis ball yeah. every once in a while. We'll turn on I just, the automatic treat thing so you don't die of starvation. I just hate that show. After the season six twist, I just it just lost me. Season three, episode nine, The Lone Barone. We wonder who that is. Uh, I know who the lone... Well, she's going to obviously be performing at camp, but go on. Yeah, goddamn, and she can swing. Um, <laughs> anyway, season three, episode nine, The Lone Barone. Robert is settling into his new apartment, but when his girlfriend Amy comes over to check out the new place, she starts rearranging furniture and hinting at marriage. After hearing horror stories from Ray about marriage, Robert freaked out, and when Amy realized why he freaked out, uh, she broke up with him. Uh, it is uh, quite the tale. I have a lot to say about this one. And a lot to say about Ray in particular about this episode, uh, and I can't wait to do it while Adam and I are on this crazy uh, jaunt throughout Limburg. Jaunt, yeah. So, Mike, don't touch the transponders. We're going to be on the headsets, of course, but obviously, you know, just watch the levels. Remember, I taught you how to do that. Red red is good, and green is bad. All right, you guys have a good time. All right, we got to go. The Uber. Look, we'll leave, we'll leave you with this little pen that has a microphone in it in case you want to record any of your own thoughts. We'll we'll splice them in. Yeah, please don't use the microphone that's plugged in and set up here. It's wet. Uh, but we got to go. The Uber Blimp or Ublimp is here uh, to pick us up. So, Thank, Well, thanks, guys. Wait, a- Alex, 
What? Where? Where's the remote? You you didn't you didn't give me the remote. I'm stuck on the dog channel. Hi, Mike. <sighs> knock knock. Uh, hey, anybody? In? Hello. Yes. Uh, are you from Ray Ramazon? Uh, no. I I work down the hall from you. You don't recognize me? Oh, Paul. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm I'm expecting a package. I just I didn't realize. Yeah. No. It's it's me, Paul W. from from down the hall. I just wanted to check. Um. Did you need to go out? Do you want to go on a walk? I, I'm not actually a dog. Just, just you, hold still. Let me put the harness on you. No, listen. Li click, hey, click on Friday click. nights. I'm in for this, but this is this is a little too much for me during the in the work day. I just I don't know, man. I no, I'm good. come on, I'm good. come on. I he never Susan. He never wants to go out, but <laughs> you know how it is. Unbelievable. I, I'm waiting for a package. I gotta be here. Hello. Oh, Hello. Sorry. Hey, is anyone uh, here? Hey, yes, I'm, I'm here. Um, I, uh, let me get this color thing. He's really Hi. struggling I'm, to take it out. Here, let me help I'm you. I'm sorry to bother you. I lost my dog. Uh, I was wondering if anyone's seen him. Here's his picture. And he holds up a picture of Mike, but with a goatee. That's, uh, I've never, mm -hmm. I've never had a goatee. I've never uh, done this. Douglas? I, I, Douglas, is I'm that I'm not you? Douglas. My name is Mike. Is that you, Douglas? I'm Mike G. Oh my god, it's I'm, been so long. I'm on I, the podcast that's mandatorily spread throughout this show, throughout this uh Listen, this listen. I have a confession to make. I stole this dog from this man. No! It was me who you saw breaking into your backyard, stealing your bike, and then putting your dog in the basket and pedaling away down the street cackling like the witch from The Wizard of Oz. I have to apologize. I just... I always wanted a dog like this one. Paul, I have oh, no sympathy for cute, you. You suck, but but aimless and a little too hard on himself. But I mean, not without good reason. Yeah, You're I, both I, confused and of I course am, neutered. I can yeah. show you right now. That's not an issue for me. <laughs> uh, this one seems a little too feisty to be Douglas. Are you sure this is him? Well, I mean, I if. I know that Douglas, because you have that banner in your front yard that says neutered. I know that Douglas was neutered. So there's only one way to make sure. Uh, okay. Mike, sit. This is, I'm getting violated. Mike, this is, I'm not sit. here. Let me go get the putter. I have a job here, sir. If I can make this putt, sir, this is Douglas. <laughs> and if I can't make this putt... This is not Douglas. This is Mike G, my colleague here at the local government. Okay. Well, that guys, seems reasonable to me. Guys, this is a reference to an episode that we watched a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know if I or anybody else listening is going, Four! oh my god! You think Mike's going to be okay? I think he'll be uh, fine. I mean, like, we left the lights on. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Last time we left him alone. Oh, don't worry. I have, a, I have an app. Uh, hey, Ask Jeeves. Turn off the office lights. We cut back to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what the hell's going on, guys? I just, like, I hit with a golf ball and a collar, and now the lights are off, and I don't understand what's going on. Can we we cut back. back. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, impressive? Yeah, he's probably fine. Technology is amazing. It's the internet it of things. It, it honestly is. There's a lot of things. So what are you most excited to do first? I mean, obviously, we're going out to... Milwaukee, beautiful Milwaukee, where they've agreed to put up camp, our camping theme drag show. It's um, going to be awesome. But I mean, there's a lot to do today. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for the roller coaster, not the amusement park, just specifically the roller coaster. 
Um, Me too. That comes after the after the drag show. Um, yeah, the one that we was, built that goes out into the audience. Yeah, so we can give them all high fives. Right. Um, <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> where you wanted to grab food because the roller coaster also stops by three different restaurants. Yeah. Uh, so we could get takeout I from think, one of those. Well, let's have a light lunch on the blimp. Uh, see okay. if you can flag down one of the waiters. And then... Probably hey, waiter. second hey. Wendy's on the roller coaster. Hey, hey, what do you want? What's going on here? Excuse well, firstly, you. Jesus Christ. Firstly, waiter, as is customary, I need to know your full name and backstory right away. Yeah, well, you didn't. Most usually, waiters will introduce themselves. Yeah, when Adam and I hang out alone, we have a custom to to get introduced uh, to anyone we talk to right away. It's it's kind of. So first kind of, of all, I'm a little offended. First of all, this is that's a I, weird name. I think we are. That's not my name. Hold on. No. Okay. Little, you I must think call we're me. getting my name off is... on the wrong foot. Why don't yes, you come Mr. up offended. and come on. introduce yourself again? Hey, listen. I'm I'm a waiter on one of the only 35 blimps that are all the on this planet Earth, and I don't well, need to take that... no shit from nobody. Okay. Wow. There's only 35 blimps, and one of them has to drive Uber. That's sad. <laughs> Well, not Mr. many people want blimp service, okay? But I, I got a job for life, okay? That's but, that's fine. <laughs> you come with well, the blimp. <laughs> I'm first. Of, if you got a, yeah, I come with the blimp. My name is Pickles. This is called Pickles Blimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let me look at the app. Oh yeah, Pickles, <laughs> ooh, three stars. Uh, Wait, me. if you're hey. if you're our waiter, then who's you flying got, the blimp? You got uh, that's, excellent uh, guess, time. You got excellent time, perfect handoff, and comes in hot. Those are yeah. your attributes. <laughs> no, and, who is and, flying the blimp though? Oh, that, that don't don't worry. That's uh, I got I, I I hired a guy to do that. Nothing That's has ever gone wrong after <laughs> someone this... said, "Don't worry about who's flying the blimp." Listen, listen, is this Davey one of those Tesla blimps, blimps that in flies Korea, itself? Okay. Sorry, what was that, sir? Is this one of those Tesla blimps that flies itself? I mean, theoretically, we got it. We got the uh, we got it. We got the autopilot going, but uh, but I trust Davey. Like I said, he flew he flew blimps in Korea, <laughs> and so he uh, he in he's got he's got no issues or in for- com- Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a very short lived time. But I don't was- blame. I've heard of this guy. I saw that documentary that Tom Hanks produced about him. This guy used to do kamikaze blimping, right? That's 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 the one. Yeah, he's the only one left. And the only re- he never had any casualties because he would only hit with the balloon part. He wouldn't hit with the metal part. That he is just correct. bounced he separately off. Separately lost a leg and an arm. That's a different. That's a different thing. Right. He he crashed the blimp, got out. He was like, "Hey, I got him!" And then they got him. And well, it was uh, and it then did, a bicyclist did. and a, a person on one of those skateboards that you lay down on came by and cut off his arm and leg. Yeah. Oh, so you saw the documentary? Yeah, I just said I saw the documentary. Okay, yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah. It so, was called Hand of Brother. That's David. That's Davy. We call him Davy. So anyway, Pickles. Yeah. Um, I'm looking over <laughs> your menu, and uh, I definitely am leaning towards what I want to get, but I'm going to let what I get be determined by your opinion on uh, this week's episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, because you flew over Limbrick Airspace, so... Uh, your satellites picked up the episodes, and you can still see on the TVs that it's still playing all of yeah, our, we all got around special, us. Yeah, we got the, that the special car. dispensation to do that from the F-Ray Ray. Um, I, I did I did see that. Um, 
there, I will say that even if the F-Ray Ray gave you permission, terrible idea, I gotta say that, because, you know, it did interfere with our ability to get to air, air traffic control. Davy couldn't handle it? A seasoned pilot like I, him? I was flying at that point. Listen, okay, everybody had <laughs> got their pickle sandwiches, okay? <laughs> I just, I, I had, uh... I, I didn't, I was done. I was flying at that point, and Davey was taking his nap. It was, it was difficult. Okay, but, can I have a menu? Because you only, this one was here when we sat down. You've been sassy to me all day, mine. so you don't get You a- came in <laughs> way too hot. <laughs> I've, I've had a day, okay? And Adam, that's kind of his thing, you, were, you, were, you snapped at me, okay? You snapped, and I came over here. I deserve to be hot after a snap. That's how it goes. This is not Dick's Last Resort, sir. The restaurant where people are mean to you, and that's sort of the appeal about it. This is, we are paying to be here on this blimp, and there's a baseline level of service that I expect. Well, listen, your other passengers are fantastic. They've been getting, they've been getting great service. The queens are getting great service. You guys, you guys got to earn it. That's all. Pickles. Okay. I don't want you to forget that I asked you a question. Well, you, okay, so first of all, now you're being sassy. So I'm, this, not, I'm not even that. Pickles is a season three, episode nine of Everybody Loves Raymond. It's called oh, The Lone yeah. Barone. Yeah. What was your overall impression of this episode? I genuinely thought it was hilarious. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there was there was some there was some passive aggressive comments back and forth, but I will say that just like watching the, the personalities bounce off each other uh, all over the place, it was genuinely a very funny time. Uh, I I love that we started with with Robert playing the uh, the uh, bachelor music. pad, the yeah. swing music bachelor pad. He was bu- he was doing the peanut butter and the jelly. Hey, I've done that. I, I no, no shame there. I uh, it, it was it was great. I loved that. I loved the the whole explosion scene where Ray accidentally realized that he you know unintentionally told his brother to break up with his girlfriend and avoid marriage at all costs. I just I thought that was I thought it was hilarious. I I really did. This is something I agree with you about. First of all, Robert's apartment. I loved, uh, first of all, just the premise of his happy voice when he's on the phone with Marie. And he is real. like, there's a notable, noticeable change in how Brad Garrett is speaking mm-hmm. when he's happy. And then when he goes into classic Robert to make Marie feel better about yeah. how he's sounding so gregarious uh, it was so funny. His peanut butter and jelly routine of using one hand for the peanut butter, a different hand for the jelly, which is great attention to detail. Yeah. That's um, probably the most bachelor thing I've ever seen. He had a real bachelor. He had the one cabinet with what, uh, this is what I wrote down, peanut butter, jelly, bread, and then possibly diced tomatoes and mac and cheese. That's what it looked like for me. So I don't know what he's planning on preparing with that. But Might that have is just like tomato mac and cheese. That's that there. You could have he could have just raided Marie's pantry before he moved out. Yeah, he could, or Marie. That's what Marie threw after him as he was leaving. Yeah, I am noticing pickles that on your menu you do have basically a, a lot of different combinations of those ingredients: mac and cheese with bread in it, uh, peanut yeah. butter mac and cheese, croutons. jelly tomatoes, which uh, croutons. <laughs> yeah, croutons. Yeah, yeah. Croutons are just bread, except it gets hard, and I don't like stale things, so I just put the bread and the mac and cheese. Okay. I, uh, just pointing something out, I'm not sure what yeah. cuisine this is. This is this is Robert's Cabinet Cuisine. Oh, it's themed after... So you were flying over our airspace, panicked, 
could not contact the FAA and you decided you were so inspired in that moment that you wrote up a whole new menu. No, I panicked. I thought we were going down. So I threw out every piece of food that I had and I had to do real quick shopping. And this is just was at what was at the front of the soup. So anyway, um, Adam, have you decided on the food? Um, Because I have. Here's what I'm curious about is that it says that it's served a la stereo, which is are we meant to do what Robert did in this episode, which is a huge leap from the Robert who was tapping his chin that we saw in season one where he just licks peanut butter off the front of a stereo. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, first of all, I loved it because I was like, hey, Robert's really developing as a character. He's not really Leaps interested in the rest of that stuff. Yeah, it's great. Good, yeah. good fan. You might fan. want, like, it, it even made me think that maybe that kind of habit comes from a form of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, because I mean, definitely. He, he's never been, like, he feels amazing. He feels on top of the world right here. So he just goes for it. He just licks that radio. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's twenty twenty three now, so like we don't need like the, the cassette player in uh stereos anymore. So we just fill that with whatever food that you get and then you eat it right <laughs> That's out of there. Fun. What happens if you rewind? You don't please don't <laughs> don't don't <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't want to rewind. I also want to say that when Amy comes in later on and immediately starts, you know, tearing up his life, I oh, felt yeah. for Robin. I was like, hey, you know, he's he's got to enjoy his space a little bit. I felt, I kind of felt bad. I kind of loved that Amy was so excited, and I loved that little dynamic of like he wants to keep his thing on his own. Yeah, I got that. Uh, first, uh, Amy's feng shui is completely fucked. It seems psychotic to me to turn the couch around to face your sliding glass window looking out at your neighbor's balcony, which is directly across from yours, and not have a TV in front of it. I think the implication at this point was, like, TV is bad for you, so we don't want the TV in the living room, because at that point, there was no internet, so the thing corrupting the mind of the youths was the television. You got to keep the television away from everyone. Yeah, I'm more concerned with turning your couch so that when you sit down, you are staring through a sliding glass window at your neighbor's balcony, who is presumably turning occasionally and looking out that window and just seeing you staring straight ahead at them. Is that taboo? Well, for me personally, it would feel weird. Yeah. Oh. How is your. I would love to. Do you have like quarters on, on the blimp? Do you have like yeah. a like a bunk? Yeah, yeah. When nobody else is here, this is where I live. I just oh, I just have it here. It's yeah. full Murphy. Everything. Yeah. All your stuff is Murphy. Correct. That's okay. pretty cool. So yeah. that that painting of uh, a bed up there. If you pull that down, is that your Murphy bed? You actually have to jump through the painting in order to get <laughs> like to the pad. Super Mario 64? That's correct. <laughs> That's badass, man. Yeah. What are you doing fl- flying these things for other people? Just live in the painting all day. That's awesome. Uh, well, that's what I do if, uh, when I'm on when I'm off duty in an hour and a half. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, go. anyway. Can, we can cut I to one now? hour and 31 <laughs> minutes later. Thanks for the ride, Pickles. Thanks, Pickles. We love you. The mac and cheese was good. Wasn't great. But it was good. I had to pick out all the cheese because I'm taking a break from cheese. Sorry, cheese and I just and and sorry for rewinding pickles. I I hope you can clean everything up. And it was know. that was a big mistake. Uh that was 
Uh, listen, guys, I just I look. I just send us the bill. Uh, Mike G one Catalpa, Limbrook, New York zero 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 one. I just, right. all right. Well, all right. Bye. Don't worry. Bye, pickles. Oh, are they finally gone? Yeah, they're gone. Oof, that that was one of the more difficult loads of passengers. I heard a lot of shouting back here while I was listen, flying. Hey, you telling me? I mean, listen, those 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 uh, the queens were great, but the other guys they were oh, yeah. they were rough. Yeah, they were rough. Well, all I know is I'm beat. We've got what six hours before the next uh, flight. Yeah, you want to explore right. Milwaukee? I'd rather go back into the painting world if I'm being perfectly honest. You, you want to come with me? Yeah, I mean, there's only one painting that leads to the painting world, so we got to jump together. Okay, so we'll hold hands, and we'll do sort of a running jump. Why and... are you describing our daily technique? We do this all the time, Davey. Grab me your hand. and Grab me your <laughs> hand. Give me your hand <laughs> and hop along into the okay. painting. Let's go. Grab me your hand, and I'll grab you my hand, and let's yeah. go. Let's go. And then Woo-hoo! we hear the Super Mario Brothers like dun 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 as they fade away. So Adam, we're here. Why don't we start get setting up? Um yeah. I think uh wh- while we're doing that, I I'll set up my phone in this tree. Uh I just want to turn on the nanny cam and uh see what see what old Mike's up to, you know? Yeah. Mike. Mike, can you hear us? Mike, I'm, I'm holding down the dog. little talk button. I swear I'm not a dog. I don't understand. I'm not a dog. The and these people say that good. I'm a dog. And I, they're feeding me kibble, which is only kind of tasty. It really sucks. Okay, I got kibble Something tasty. Something about a log. Yeah, log. Oh, they're probably giving him that log of uh, refrigerated pet food. That Who we're is they? I'm an adult person. You don't need me. You don't need to send people after me We here. do a cool camera move where the camera goes inside of the phone and we're in the room with Mike. You ever see yes. that in a movie? Yeah, and Alex and Adam are just watching this whole scene, but are not a part of it anymore. Mike, are you ready to go for that walk now? I don't want to go Can you help me find my dog? Can't go for a walk. I'm trying. I'm walk trying to me. get him out. He really. I don't I think gotta he wants stay to leave. For the package. He's used to it here, but you know, I think he'll adapt. I. He seems really passionate about staying here. Okay, I'm do not, you want to no. stay here? I, I never caught your name, by the way. Me? Yeah. I have no name. You were born without a name. No, and my whole goal in life, my arc, is to find a name. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for later. Thanks. How did you decide on Douglas for your dog? Oh, he was adopted. He already oh, had that okay. name. He picked it out are on, you, on his own. Are you hoping to be adopted one day so someone will give you a name? If I'm being honest... I'm kind of hoping my name has a bigger payoff than that. You know, I've been waiting 48 years. You're only 48? Like, it's been such a huge hassle going by my social security number this whole time. Which is? Well, I only use the last four digits. Which are? Which is zero, 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 zero. Of course. I know. It's you. Hell of a coincidence. You were the first social security? Well, no. The other numbers are different. Uh-huh. Oh, Duh. You're right. Just you the just last four or four zeros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, you're, you know, not, like, you're not zero, 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 zero. 
no, that guy's a dick, and he's also dead. I think that was FDR. So both yeah. statements hold true. Oh. Hey, look. Well, I kind of liked FDR. If there's one thing, everyone, I always get around to this in my first meeting with someone, Paul W. <laughs> is a Republican, and I don't care who knows it. Hey, guys. Hmm? Who's that? Um, oh, it's Douglas. My name is Mike. Can you please, can you please get out of my house? No, I'm not Douglas. My name is Mike. My last He's trying to speak. My last speak. <laughs> not. I. I. am not trying to. Try speak to. Human words. This is speak, English. Douglas. I can write. Do you want me to write in a paper? Here. I. I'm gonna write on this piece of legal pad that I'm not a dog, and I write in big letters. I am not a dog. All like. In capital letters, wow. all, all explanation. I wish I learned to read. Here, oh let my me God. see. Ah, wow. It's incredible how these random scratches that, I mean, he must have like gotten into an inkwell or something, got all over his claws. It's amazing how these random scratches look like words. Wouldn't that be crazy? What we do would the go, words seem to say? Um, Iams. Oh, he's asking for more food. No, I'm Iams not asking dog. for that. I'm going to no. go, okay. I'm going to order some. Don't get some. the cat food. Get <laughs> Iams dog. No, Immediately, okay. the doorbell rings. Did somebody order some dog food? Oh, I've got the, the package Ramazon right here. Man. How the hell? Come on in. You want to go golfing? Oh, that sounds like so much fun. All Let's right. use the mayor's private course in the back that he has. All right. Hey, zero 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 zero. I, I come need, with us. Let's all I go golfing okay. together. I need yeah, to let's emphasize go Bye, this Douglas. is private. This here, is we're private just gonna property. Lock, let, let's just you lock Douglas in this room. You cannot yeah. just get you cannot So we can't get out. I'm gonna you you cannot Bye, just Douglas. go. I'll be I'll I'll Four. stop you if I as soon as I figure out how this lock works, I'm getting after you guys. I swear it. I swear it. And we see Mike is doing like he's scratching at the door. <laughs> we zoom back out of the phone camera. Oh, I was holding down the speak button the whole time. He couldn't hear I couldn't hear any of that. Oh, he looks whatever. like he's doing fine. Yeah, he looks okay. He's just hanging out. All right, so uh, that's awesome. Uh, chairs, right? Chairs. We have three. Okay, just that, enough. Well, I mean, we've sold three tickets, so perfect. We've sold three tickets, and the other eight hundred are reserved uh, for queens and their consorts. Yeah, you know, it's all it's it's really more like a statement show. You know, like all the money yeah. is being spent by just a few people, but well, it's still making a bunch of money. Really, what we're doing? I mean. Uh, I don't know if you if I told you this, but I did invite RuPaul to come and you know maybe scout some talent, and then maybe we get ten percent. You know the Formula One driver. Ru Sorry, different kind of drag. No, the uh, the uh, former presidential candidate, RuPaul. Really? Yeah. For president? Rand's dad. <laughs> You know, I will only refer to that RuPaul as RuPaul Rampaul's dad. Yeah. Because I'm not going on statement we saying have. the things that I would say about Rampaul's dad. Right. Uh, that I would say about the RuPaul that people may or may not actually be familiar with. Well, either whichever RuPaul shows up, hopefully, you know, scout some talent. We get 10%. Everything hey, is this works. the drag show? Uh, sorry, we're not ready. Or are you crew? No, I'm I'm rude, Paul. I bought one of those tickets. That's why you came in. You barged right in here, pushed the ushers aside. We are not ready to open just yet. 
So I'm going to need you to wait out in the lobby or go down the street. There's a nice coffee shop. Sir? Damn it. I'm rude, Paul. I should be treated better. I'm not nice. Well, you, you, get, you get back what you put out into the world. That guy was rude. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep. Uh, I, I think we're all just about ready. I mean, this is only like the first. Yeah, part. we've set up um, the chairs, so we're ready. The roller coaster should be getting dropped if off anytime. Uh, someone's trying to turn back I time. Is that the ghost of the Milwaukee Convention Center? No, I'm the chair that you set up. Oh, <laughs> oh, hi, chair. So chairs, and we've got the um, the uh, lights set up. We've got yeah, they look beautiful. I'm they're all spotlighted down in the middle of the forest. Hindenburg is still working on the curtains, but we'll hang those up as soon. I think we have you know three hours till showtime, so I think we should be ready by then. How are the queens doing, Adam? Yeah, it. You said three hours. Yeah, my clock says three minutes. Wait a second. Your clock's... At, that's a stopwatch, Alan. <gasps> the stopwatch that we set several hours ago is down to three minutes? Yes. That's the well, only why explanation we, we, for how why did why we someone keep would track say of that. time like this? Well, that's the, the countdown until there's only one hour left before showtime. We gotta, we gotta get this into high gear. Sir. Uh, oh, hello? I am ready to perform. Great. You, we're gonna need you to... It, look... <laughs> Uh, We're expecting like uh, 20 on. people can today, I, man. Can I get Just... everyone's attention for a second? There are a lot yeah, yeah, of people yeah. involved in this production. If you are going to come... I'm sorry we didn't have time to learn everyone's names. If you're going to come up to this us, bitch. please introduce yourselves. Okay, back to back to what you were doing. Showtime in one hour. Oh, one hour. Okay, Thank good. you. Good. Um, yeah, I. my name is... I'm, I'm Rufus. I, well, I am the roller coaster technician um but i i heard that one of the one of the queens dropped out and i would like to i would like to perform yeah in their place. we're trying to sort of downplay Whoa, really? we're trying to sort of downplay that one of the queens fell out of the blimp on the way here yeah and no it was out, but you, you can downplay it as much as you want but it became very very clear that uh she made a lot of noise as she was falling that's all I, that's all i want to say well luckily she was doing like an amelia Earhart thing so she did have the parachute so she got eaten by crabs <laughs> she had a parachute okay okay gotcha <laughs> separately she was dealing with an sti so you could say oh, okay. she was getting sorry. eaten by crabs i'm sorry but that would be a little crass i didn't mean to that would sensitive. be a little a little bit crass a little bit crabs um but I mean, we do need someone for the the Amelia Earhart number. We're gonna be doing obviously. I know several songs things. about flying. For I can do that. Solid thirty minutes of the show. <laughs> I can. If you think you're so prepared, I believe I can fly. Then tell me two I, things. You, we cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! Hold on. I I could I could do this. <laughs> We're doing "Fly Like an Eagle," uh, okay. Steve Miller Band. I I know that one. I know that I can I can do that. We got "Fly Like an Eagle." Do do do. Yeah, that's, that's it. right. Well, yeah, that's that it. was good. Whoa! I, can do, I know it. Okay. I know this stuff. Listen, guys. I I don't know much about drag, but I'm very good at performing. And I'm I I'll do I'll I'll sing I'll I'll flip 
I'll fly. I'll do anything. You, I'll, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. Well, before before we can have you join so this show, so to recap, you don't know much about drag. You are good at performing, and you will fly. I will fly. And okay. number four, I'm the roller coaster technician. I'm I'm in charge of making sure the roller coaster goes. Okay. Well. Sorry, Alex. You Great. Were uh, well, first of all, does the roller coaster go good? Um, it's going okay, but there's actually like weird peanut butter mac and cheese in the engines we got it we, oh, we got shit. it we got an hour we can clean that up i knew i shouldn't okay great and second question uh we, we really uh don't feel comfortable letting anyone perform without first knowing mm-hmm. uh where they stand on uh raymond politics i, I want to know your opinion on the breakup between amy and robert and if you feel it was justified or <laughs> if it was uh probably or if it could have been worked out so to be clear, I've been actually no, I was on the blood. Never mind, I, I saw the episode. I was going to say I've been here in Milwaukee, um, but no, I, I was on. <laughs> we I was brought like, the roller coaster with us. You've been yeah, here, yeah, yeah. We picked it up like that episode of Phineas and Ferb. We just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm aware. I was I was working on the roller coaster at the moment. Actually, it was that was a terrifying time for me, but I figured it out. Um, I mean, I'll be I'll I'll be real. I think on the one hand, like Roberts allegedly, assuming that Robert said the things that he said he said, because typically, you know, when you're recounting stuff, you, you, you like to you like to make yourself look like the better person. Assuming that it went that way, his concerns were fairly reasonable. It was fine. As I think even Ray said, like, huh, that makes sense. And Deborah shouted him down. I think Deborah was, was in the wrong for most of this episode, by the way. We'll say that. But at the same Interesting. time, I mm. will say that uh, I thought it was like a reasonable request. But I, on the other hand, Amy wants to get married, and she's no longer convinced that Robert, that is indeed what Robert wants. She's entirely within her right to be like, oh, I'm going to go look at someone that, that, that uh, you know, wants to give me four grandkids. You know, I think that that's, that's, that's fair. Sucks. But I don't think it was unreasonable. I think that uh, if Robert expressed that he didn't want to get married because Ray says that it's that it's like being a hostage, she isn't the right to say, hey. I want to get a ring on this finger. Fuck off, bozo. I think that that's 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 entirely Amy's right. I I think it's complicated. Like the thing that is sort of tripping me up with this is we find out towards the end of the episode that they've been together for two years at this point. I mean, I guess we could have deduced that from watching the show for two seasons, but we get confirmation they've been together for two years. And apparently, when Amy comes into the apartment for the first time, she mentions like. This is the plan, which implies to me that they've talked about this before, that Robert is going to move out, then they're going to get married, then they're going to have grandkids, they're going to have kids, and then presumably in the future they're going to have grandkids. Don't uh, put that on them. She, she did say the plan and not our plan. It could have been her plan. She could have not mentioned this to Robert explicitly yet and, because yeah. I think she, she was very much like implicitive instead of just straight out saying like we should move in together she's never been like that in the show so i feel like between that and robert's kind of airheadedness i feel like just a sincere lack of actually talking about their future is the butt of the issue here where amy and robert both have the idea of like the plan and they both just have different like visions inside and we do get that line in uh the last scene or the penultimate scene of um marie saying 
they were going to move out, ha- get married, have four grandkids, or give me four grandkids. That's what we talked about. So I'm sort of picturing that, you know, along those lines, Marie and Amy were talking about this and getting all excited <laughs> about their future while Robert was in the room, sort of, you know. Definitely. Well, definitely. Robert involved. was in the room, definitely. If, cause, if uh, I may, and I'm not a, I'm not a Limbrook native or anything. I am actually where are I'm you Milwaukee, from? I'm, I'm Milwaukee-based, believe it or not. Uh, go, go Brewers. You traveled to Limbrook to pick, to make sure the roller coaster got here sa- safely. Wow, I really appreciate. Yeah. That. So yeah. you are a Milwaukee-based theatrical roller coaster technician. Correct. Correct. Got it. Go Packers. That's what it says on your li- Packers. Oh, football Packers. fan. Wisconsin. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Good yeah. to know. Brewers, Packers, Bucks. I don't think there's a hockey team out here, so I think we that's got it. the whole. Um, at the end of the show, all of the queens are going to come out and do the Super Bowl shuffle. So, oh, I, I can't wait. Ready for that? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, we haven't seen the Super Bowl, in the, and then you guys stole Aaron Rodgers from us. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. I'm hey, all, I'm look, we settled that. with the family. We apologized publicly for kidnapping Aaron Rodgers and taking him to Limbrook. We yeah, gave don't him throw back. that in our face. Yeah. We gave him he, back. He was. He, he said it was like an ayahuasca realization or whatever, because he's big on ayahuasca. But that's a different. That's a different thing. Anyway, uh, uh, if I may, that sounds like a real detail. That's that is a real detail. If there's one thing Wisconsinites do not mess with, it's Aaron Rodgers and his affinity with Aaron with ayahuasca. That's a different. That's a different story. And hey. I hope your everything is good with the roller coaster because we are gonna have the guy from the State Farm commercials who is wearing the cheese head and says Rogers come out on the roller coaster at the end. This is from several years ago. Come out at the end on the roller coaster as sort of like a pandering thing. He's gonna be driving the roller coaster like Santa, and that's our big finale. Is and I mean do- the actual guy. It's not a drag queen dressed up as him. Is he gonna do the freaking discount double check? Is that gonna be? Is that gonna that's be his? Yeah. that's gonna be his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's we're doing camp presented by State Farm and the discount double check. They're bringing it back. Okay, I actually had a point to begin this yes, before sorry. I went on my Aaron Rodgers rant, uh, and that is that I think that the plan they were referencing was actually the plan that Robert referenced a couple episodes ago when he was talking about moving out. I think that that's the specific thing where he talked about you know. Go home, save some money, meet a girl, then move out, presumably get married and have apparently four grandkids. But he he laid that out. I think that that was what Amy was referencing. I don't think that that was mm. supposed to be new. This is indeed like a basically a successor to the Robert moving out episode because yeah. uh, Marie clearly still blames Robert for him bouncing. Ray. Or still blames Ray. Yeah, this really did feel like a sequel to that episode. You're right. And it's crazy to have them so close together. These are two big life changes for Robert. uh, With one episode apart. Well, with four and a half months between them, if we're given, like, if this is not happening concurrently with the events. According to all of the calculations made last week. Yeah. Um, But yeah, back to back big changes. And um, oh, you just said something that I wanted to point out. Oh, the. Marie says, uh, you just can't, uh, in that penultimate scene, she said Amy would have had four children right away. Does she mean, and this question will determine whether or not you get in the show, does she mean... uh, Quadruplets. Quadruplets, thank you. Couldn't remember what that was called. Or back-to-back. 
well, or two actually, sets of twins or that, one set of triplets and one uh other. solo solo flyer solo yeah. flyer yeah. single rider single, single rider call him yeah. thank you uh well i will say that like you know um the like uh on the one hand i think we determined that at this point amy's like 35 years old which is not yeah, which is not old by any stretch of the Find imagination. That email, hold on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I did hear that you guys had a very enthusiastic writer. <laughs> uh, but I think we determined Amy is about thirty-five years old, which means that I don't know if she would have time to have four kids back to back to back to back. So presumably all at once, or maybe yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I guess the four at once would be my. I mean, my everyone's guess. different. Yeah, she could. Amy yeah, is actually. Amy is actually 33 at the time of oh, okay. Good Girls, which was a year ago. So, so we she's can, like, let's say, generously, she's 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, or back to back to back to back. Not saying that's impossible by any stretch, but that's would be unusual. To, well, actually, no, maybe it wouldn't be. To maybe have be. four children back to back at age 34? Yeah, like, I guess if you did two sets of Irish twins, you could make it happen. I don't know. Why do they have to be Irish? Well, Irish twins are the... Uh, we that, do have two sets of Irish twins in the show who are going to be doing, obviously, chipping up to Boston. <laughs> it's part of our whole departed segment. <laughs> I did notice that Martin Sheen was here getting into makeup. That's, uh, that, that, that's a pretty big get for you guys. Um, yes, but Martin no, no, Sheen Irish... is doing drag uncredited in this departed um Production, but Alex, I don't just just to clear up confusion. No, Irish twins are when two two children are born within one calendar year of each other. Basically, being like you had a child and then you had sex immediately. That is, they're called Irish twins because they're born in the same year, but not concurrently. And it's so that makes Irish, them Irish. Yeah, because, because Irish uh, people like Irish. to fuck. That's how I, it goes. I think it's based on the Catholic thing. Of not using I, contraception. Catholic people like to fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is One a thing. I didn't make this up. No, this you're is right. Like I've a terminology. heard that. Yes, I, this I, is a term. I actually uh, refrained from using that. It's, 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 that's not an offensive term. I'm on it? the wrong side of the troubles. Yeah. Okay. This guy alone. clearly has an Irish background, so it's okay for him to say. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that the Irish get offended by the Irish twins. Uh, uh, I'm uh, on phrasing. the wrong side of the troubles, and yes, our Bloody Sunday segment is pretty gruesome. But don't You're worry, doing you won't a be in Bloody that. Sunday. Hold Obviously. on, just to back up here, you're doing a Bloody Sunday drag show? That seems like it's an incredibly <laughs> poor taste. Or what, what's next? You got you got a drag potato famine in here? That doesn't seem that doesn't seem okay. We were going to, but we couldn't find a good song about potatoes, and there's a very famous song about Bloody Sunday. Yeah, I just did you did you run this by Bono? I just I don't know if he's Bono uh, is in the show. You got yeah. Bono? Yes. He's performing as Bana. <laughs> that was very good. That was a good that was, a good one. <laughs> that was stupid. Uh well, I mean, that's how that's that is the centerpiece of this show. <laughs> that's why we that didn't you? I mean, you must have seen in the loading dock. We got the big U two video screens and the lemon. 
Yeah, yeah, play you know the about song. the lemon? The lemon? <laughs> what is the lemon? We want to know about the lemon? Back in the 90s, you two did a tour where they opened the show by coming out of a giant lemon, giant mechanical lemon, and then famously during that tour, they got stuck in the lemon. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> They're still in the lemon? Is that what's happening? Is that what you're telling me? Well, it's sort to of like a, it's a Stockholm Syndrome thing where Bono, I, they got out of the lemon, but he would be gotten so used the to the lemon. The lemon never got out of them. <laughs> exactly. You can take Bono out of the lemon. You can't take the lemon out of Bono. <laughs> is what we found out when we purchased the lemon and he came with it. Mm-hmm. And that's right, we bought the lemon. We own it now. It's not yeah. a rental like the roller coaster. So you were saying about the episode? I have no idea anymore. I feel like I lost you it. You gave a lot of good points, right. actually, and cool. I'm thankful you that uh, you showed up. Thank you for, so for working I, on our, our thingy. Can I perform and, now? Uh, yeah, 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 you get passed. the fuck out of here. You answered the question correctly, which is I wanted you to say Irish twins. And oh, good, you I got did, there. I and got that's it. sort of the password you around here. the test. Exactly. What, Irish it, twins? Irish don't, twins Don't tell anyone else about that. Okay, cool. Because it's sponsored by Guinness and State Farm, and obviously the two are related just, in a tragic way. But the discount double check is uh, this thing that they're trying to do at bars now where you will they'll serve you a Guinness and it has to be a Guinness and then you'll that guy cheesehead will be there and he'll do the discount double check dance and then they will give you the same beer but cheaper. <laughs> I That's the only thing that can be. <laughs> this is a, it's an interesting thing that we we apparently realized that we're doing Irish history but instead of like <laughs> performing like a deeply sad thing because irish history isn't happy it's like if you instead you're doing a happy a happy freaking drag show with sunday bloody sunday and i just well we got we pitched it as a we pitched it as a camping theme drag show but it has sort of gotten out of hand as our budget for large mechanical stage uh pieces it is greatly expanded yeah yeah no no we we are spending everything on this uh and you know like look around it's coming together very well uh dividends like so much of this weekend was about this show going off uh, without a hitch, and I think we're doing great. And you know, now you are headlining. So a headlining, uh, yeah. The Amelia Earhart part is the biggest part because she parachutes down into the potato famine and hands potatoes out to everyone. This part doesn't have music. It's kind of like a uh, a real dramatic moment. Yeah, it's show. also she it's also the, the intermission where people get f- their food. Well, we've got the Angela's Ashes kid from the poster. And is going to receive a potato from Amelia Earhart because this—that's what happened in history. And then is going to lift it aloft, and then we're going to play some Les Mis music because that's we sort of ran out of licensing money, and that was the cheapest. You ran out of licensing money, and so you got the rights to Les Miserables, the most popular opera on all of Broadway history. Surprising. That is cheap. correct. Yes. Yeah. It was like four ninety nine for the whole soundtrack. And when we say licensing, we mean we did buy the CD. <laughs> Those aren't the same things, to be clear. <laughs> yes, uh, they are. I also am not 100% sure about what Les Miserables has to do with Ireland. It's just more the, the kid lifting something aloft is oh, what I was okay. thinking of. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> 
I'm it really go t- hinges on the aloftness of it all. I'm gonna go take the peanut butter out of the roller coaster engine. Yeah, go and you know get your wardrobe and everything. And oh man, I'm already wearing it. I think that was a, oh, that's the right answer. Oh yeah, no, it did bomber jacket, uh, whatever that leather thing is. Oh, and you can keep that on for the because it's sort of. <laughs> The leather helmet that Amelia Earhart wears with the goggles is also going to work for the start of the show, which is like a Leatherheads 1940s football thing. What the fuck is this show? (laughs) It starts with Leatherheads. It goes through Irish history. There's a roller coaster with the discount double check guy. And then it ends with the Super Bowl shuffle. (laughs) And at some point, there are dancing sleeping bags? All right, cool. All right. Anyway. Yeah, throughout. And they're wearing push-up bras. Yes. All right, I'm in. Okay, good. This was the most successful and uh, coherent audition we've had so far. I didn't yeah. even sing yet. Okay. Oh, shit. Well, he's already It's gone. fine. It's fine. Show's starting in 20 minutes. That so was go minutes. get ready. <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, we really have we to talk edit a lot. that pitch deck because I was reading that from the pitch deck the whole time. We've really got to edit that down. Okay, so we've got to get shit together here. I mean, don't worry, we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay, um, can we cut to the painting world? <laughs> <laughs> wow, these cotton candy clouds are delicious pickles. I uh, know, don't you know it? They got it. They put the blue ones out, and it just tastes much better. The painting world is fantabulous. Although, I'm a little... There's something I wanted to ask you. Um, and this is Baby. a little... This is a little awkward. Do uh, you ever feel like our relationship, pilot and blimp owner, operator, waiter... That's me. ...is sort of like a hostage situation? Yeah, I get that all the time, actually. I, I, I get that, too. And while I do enjoy the Murphy handcuffs on the Murphy bed, it does sort of feel like if I'm putting all the pieces together, it's, uh, you know, it sort of, it almost feels like my first marriage, which was also like a hostage situation. That sounds unfortunate. I'm glad you got out of that, Davey. I was, I was just watching, you know, on the, uh, what was supposed to be the altimeter, the thing that tells you how high you are. Uh, but was actually season three, episode nine of Everybody Loves Raymond that was blaring in the cockpit. Yeah, that was obnoxious of him, right? It was obnoxious at first, but once I adjusted to the volume and I could sort of hear what he was saying, I mean, I don't know. I felt like that metaphor, while troubling, it made a lot of sense to a guy like me. Uh, What did you think about that scene where Ray is... uh, going off the rails at Robert. I mean, it sort of sounded like a stand-up bit to me of like, oh, this waiting for the delivery because of my wife and the being married is like a hostage situation. It felt very premisey. Yeah, I, I I can understand where you're coming from with that. I really do. But on the other hand, I just I, I gotta I gotta be honest, yeah, I gotta I'm gonna cut raise some slack. I know that he came across as bad, but also you're allowed to be frustrated. You're allowed to vent to a trusted individual like your brother. Yeah, he said some things that were terrible and inexcusable and all that stuff. But also, like, you know, who hasn't said shit they regret while they're while they're talking about how upset they are that they have to do a menial chore that they otherwise didn't think that they had to do? Like, it's 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm with Ray in that. I don't think that Robert was, was correct or even close to correct in, uh, taking that as advice. I think he was just blowing off some steam and just had to have somebody there. That's kind of how, ah! I, that's kind of how. Oh, oh, a seagull. Wow. Yes, I am Eagle the Seagull, and I am here to agree with you, Pickles. Hey, I love the I love the Peyton world. Look at this guy. Look at Eagle the Seagull. He's even got an American flag wings and everything. Yes. What the fuck? I have I to do. say, uh, Eagle the Seagull, I uh, I think you look very majestic and patriotic, but I mean just next to the melting clocks and the uh, the water lilies and the starry night. I, I feel like, are, is this your neighborhood or are you from maybe a sort of uh, kitschier part of town? Not to be like a NIMBY here, but what like... The, what, what are you talking about? This is I just have certain expectations of the painting world. My nephew, my nephew Nuggets painted him last week. Come on, give him, cut him that, some slack. Is that George W. Bush riding on your back? Holding a gun that says 9-11 on it? Don't mind him. Eagle the Seagull is fully clairvoyant in the ways of shut the fuck up. Okay, wow. I'm here to agree with Pickles. Because I think that while, yes, Ray may have gone a little too far in the venting in the sense that he intentionally ignored the benefits of his life, he was just... Letting off steam to his brother, who did not give him any indication that he was unsure about his own relationship or looking for advice on the subject. And I think Robert specifically was not inspired by Ray to talk with Amy, but rather found the proper voice in which to approach the discussion from, which was not the proper voice, but it's the one that Robert chose. I'm Eagle the Seagull. Thank you. Oh, flew away. And he's, I think I, <laughs> he's leaving stars and stripes behind him as he flies through the and fireworks. Wow. Eagle, we gotta go to the Mona Lisa. She got WMD. Eagle the seagull, <laughs> away. Was that George W. Bush saying they have to go to the Mona Lisa because Mona Lisa has WMDs? Uh, that's what I had. All right. I, I got it. Okay. All right. I'm out. Hello. Yes. Hello? Are you from Ra oh. Are you from Ramazon? No, I I'm. Uh, of course not. Why I'm would just, you be? I'm, Why would you I'm ever just be? I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. Guy. Uh, I I was walking. I was taking a walk, but I saw a delivery man by the front door. So I that asked him what he was here for, and he was dropping off a package, but he needed to be signed. Uh, I couldn't sign for it, so he just left. But he left you this. Why note. didn't he come to the address? That I put on the thing. It says come to apartment 4D. It, this is apartment 4D. Why did he not do that? What's the note say? Come on. Here. It says, I thought you said apartment 40, not apartment 4D. There is so no I went apartment to town hall 40. Instead. Yeah, he said he couldn't find it, so I just went to town <laughs> hall. It didn't ring the bell. He didn't ring nothing. I just... Uh. Hey, you know... I, I know this guy. He does a route all over town. You probably could still catch him if you ran Where really is fast. He? I don't. Where is he going next? You say you know his route. Where is he going next, guy? Well, uh, after town hall, he usually just goes down that street and then makes a left. Uh, 
by uh, by the dunk this. Uh, so he's probably still parked over there. Sounds like dropping he's, off mail. Sounds like he's on Atlantic. Guy, you want to come on an, an adventure? Okay. All right. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Get down on all fours. I give him my leash, and we and, and we we we, jump, all right. we bolt he, off. He jumps on you like a bear. <laughs> we bolt <laughs> off, and as I as I'm running, I just turn now. I'm just like, hey, guy. Yes. You comfortable up there? No. Okay, good. I just wanted to ask you. Speaking of being uncomfortable, how what did you think? How did you? I felt a lot of empathy for Ray in that scene where he was being confronted by all of his relatives. What did you feel about that? How did you feel about it? I completely agree. I think the empathy given to Ray in that scene, or rather the lack of, was uh, drastic. I think Deborah was putting a lot of blame on him uh, because she didn't really see the full uh, circumstance of the story. We didn't even, as an audience, see what uh, Robert and Amy discussed, so we have no idea what Amy told Deborah. Probably was a lot worse than what Ray actually said. That's how uh, these things typically go. And just based on Deborah's information, you can't really blame her because from what from her perspective, it just seems like Robert was given the idea to dump Amy when he was otherwise happy just because of Ray complaining about his marriage to her. So I can understand her <laughs> anger, but knowing what we know about what Ray said and how Robert was already oh, stop feeling. Like Watch out. He, f he flies off into oncoming track <laughs> oh, traffic and gets hit by a bus. Oh! God, you just gotta... All right, well... I agree with you. Thank you. Thank you, guy. All right. Can't help him. The light's red, so that's... That sucks. Uh, Mike says that, and there's a uh, traffic cop standing on the sidewalk, nodding approvingly. <laughs> Attaboy. They, thank you. And Thank then we you. see a thought bubble, come, or sort of like a, a dream sequence, like wave of the cop imagining having a canine traffic cop partner, and they're running through the streets, pulling wouldn't people it over. Nice if we could, uh, <laughs> it yeah, sicking him on people. Use nice throwing the dog up into a tree to get a cat down. I guess that's more of a fireman thing, but you you get the picture. And we come back and fade back in, and he's smiling, and he's I can't do a wolf whistle, but he goes, uh, "Hey, come hey. here, boy. I'm not a dog." Come here. Come I'm here, not boy. A, not a dog. I don't know why. You want a treat? I would love a treat, actually. Come here. I'm going to go over Do there. a left turn. A left. Okay. I'm going to put on my flanker. All right. And you see, you see, Mike, Mike G does a full, like, around the block to go get the treat. So I'm not hey. a. You got a treat? I'm not a dog, but I'll, well, I'll eat the treat. Look at this collar here. and. Okay. Oh. I'm not. I'm not a dog. Douglas. I'm not Douglas. Douglas? That was, that was a. That was how probably would, that was incorrectly given to me. Douglas? Yeah? How would you like to serve and protect? I'm in. All right, come on. Let me scoop you up so we can go through the crosswalk. Because I mean, I can walk it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. Okay, cool. Hey, I just wanted to ask you, what was your favorite uh, joke from this episode? It, pardon? What was your favorite joke from the Everybody Loves Raymond episode? Everybody loves Raymond episode. Oh, you mean season three, episode nine, The Lone Barone that was on today? Yeah, that one. Well, first of all, any episode with police officers in it, that is to say Robert Barone, wins a big stamp of approval from me. What's um, your name, Traffic Cop? My name? Yeah. Bobbert Robone. Got it, Bobbert. Thank you. 
So you you're just a general fan of cops in in uh, in in. Well, I've always felt a special connection with Robert Barone. I'm not sure why, but it's just oh, I can really see myself in him. He's sort of like a mirror image of me in a way, almost like an anagram of my personality. I also will make peanut butter and jelly, except I use my feet instead of my hands. Oh, that's I've, gross. I've licked a record player, and uh, I, that's when I invented scratching. Um, I've also... What? You look surprised. You invented I'm the, scratching? <laughs> I'm the DJ from Sugar Ray. Oh, I thought that you meant, like, when you have an itch. I thought that was... No, record scratching. Oh, okay. I actually recorded, in addition to being the DJ from Sugar Ray, I actually recorded the record scratch sound effect that you hear anytime somebody walks into a party or something where they're not supposed to be. Understood. What was your question? Oh, your favorite joke from the episode? Well, I, like I was saying, I've always related to Robert, and of course one of my favorite jokes from this episode was one of Robert's. Uh, he, Ray opens the door. Uh, Robert says, hey, Ray says, oh, crap, because he's expecting the delivery guy. And then uh, Robert says, thanks, and you might want to cinch your robe. You got a little fruit coming out of the loom. That was and a I good joke. I laughed and laughed. That was a good joke. That, that was, was a good, very, very good joke. Very well-constructed joke. I like that um, one. Yeah, what was your favorite joke from the episode? I really liked the part where, like, in the middle of Ray putting his foot in his mouth over and over and over again about marriage to Robert and... I, lo- I just generally liked it where, where Deborah was like, tell Robert something you like about marriage. And he's like, yeah, marriage is uh And then he like pauses for a good 10 oh, seconds. Yeah. So it felt very real. But also after he said something objectively very sweet about finding mm-hmm. the right person and how she's always there and stuff like that. And everybody took a moment. Then Frank just says, I would like a minute to rebut. I, that, that got me to laugh out loud. I really liked that joke. That was good. I liked Marie's... Uh callback though so when Ray's giving his speech which I didn't find necessarily as stirring I kind of gave I felt like it was like a C plus like I got the point of it Mm -hmm. but and I think Deborah at at the end of the episode correctly calls out it wasn't like the most moving speech of all time Um, but Ray mentions it while he's floundering you know when you fall asleep and you stop breathing for a minute uh, she's there to wake you up I love Marie's callback to Frank's saying, I'd like a minute to rebut with, um, if I were you, I wouldn't stop breathing in my sleep. Yeah, that was funny, oh, That too. was cold. That was a good one. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Hey, I like you. I like you, too. What hey, by the way, of, I just remembered uh, yeah. that I'm supposed to be tracking down a very important package. Uh, do you mind coming with me? The guy that mm-hmm. was showing me where we were going just died. Well, donuts first. So yeah, donuts first. Donuts first. Push into the. Uh, I know how. I know how the how the how the beat works. God, gotta get past. Who would leave a hand truck so close to an entryway? Yeah, this town's going downhill. But unfortunately, it's not against the law, so I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, IPS. These guys are the worst. They're the worst. All right. Uh, our menu. We've got uh, we've got jelly, peanut butter, jelly and peanut butter. They have it on stereo. Mac and cheese and diced tomatoes. I think they took they stopped the stereo promotion. Mm. If I oh, it sounds like there's a lot of hubbub back there. I'm gonna go find somebody. I'm gonna go kind of go sniff it out. Okay. Hey, wait. Let me give you this badge. It's a uh, a stick on, so don't worry. It won't pin you. Thank you. You're deputized, boy. Thank you. And hey, 
Here's that treat I was talking about. I am not a dog, but I this this is indeed tasty. Thank you. You're I feel welcome. the need to emphasize to you once right, again. What did you want? Give me a peanut butter and jelly. On Donut. stereo? On stereo, if possible. Got it. Go. Go, boy. Go. Go get him. Dehumanizing, but okay. Hey. Hello. He Hello. Is, he what? sort of uh, noses his way into the kitchen at the Dunk This Donut, and we see the inner workings where, um, you know, like, children are churning big things it's all very like oliver twist like charles dickens industrial revolution a lot of smoke and stuff mike of course being mike is not doing anything about these flagrant child labor violations he's looking for (laughs) the delivery delivery man man. (laughs) and here's one for you You! and another one for who goes there it's me i i don't know that i can only hear you she I have, you have a package of mine. You missed my drop-off. You didn't come up to apartment 4D. You wrote 40. I did not. I wrote 4 and then the letter D and you didn't come there and it's- The letter D has a, has a harsh line on the left of it. You just made it look a little curly so that it it looks like a zero. Give me my package. What package? I had a package. I don't know what's in it. But a package for the mayor, or for Mike G, or for the or for the uh, the the deputy of packages in the village of Limbrook. One of those names. That's that should be mine. Oh yeah, hang on. This package, right? And he pulls out just like a little cardboard box, and it says uh, Alex the mayor on it. I guess that would be it. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna need the mayor's signature for this, so I'll no, come back. No, with no, it no. Tomorrow. I actually have the specific authority to sign for the mayor. That was that's part of my job. Who? I I would need to speak with the mayor. You know what? See this badge? It's a stick-on. I just got it, and I'm very proud of it. And you're under arrest. (gasps) Oh, heard the magic word coming in. Everybody be decent. Coming in. It's me, Bobbert Rabone. Bobbert, this guy stole my package. Get him. Uh, All right. Sir, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Let me get out my... Where the fuck are my handcuffs? We cut to we cut to Alex and Adam. Alex is spinning the cuffs around <laughs> his finger at, at like dancing to the music. Oh, sequencing Woo! though, we flash back to Bobbert Rabone riding on the blimp and uh, Pickles stealing the uh, handcuffs from his belt and putting them up with the Murphy bed. We see a montage of then several days later. Pickles taking the handcuffs out and seductively twirling them in um, the pilot Davy's direction, but accidentally leaving them on Alex and Adam's table. Then we flash forward to Alex noticing the handcuffs, scooping them up surreptitiously, and then we flash to Alex swinging the handcuffs around like a real... A sexy cop stripper, we're, I guess. We're shipping yeah. off to Boston. Oh, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Ship Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> shipping off to Boston. I accidentally locked one of the handcuff things to my wrist. Uh, this well, rehearsal yeah, as long as, is going as long great. As, this, this is gonna as long be as awesome. this other one remains unlocked, it should be okay. I can't well, let's believe. just all remember yes. that I have this on my wrist from this point on. Got it, got it. 
I think the mashup is working, by the way. This is going to be huge. We are going, and by the way, showtime in five. Five, everybody. Four. No, minutes. Oh, okay. Or are you hitting a golf ball? <laughs> Four. Oh, shit. He's hitting a golf ball. Whee! We follow the golf ball, goes out through the rafters of the Milwaukee Convention Center and flies over the United States and lands through the ceiling of Dunk This Donut in Limbrook, where it squarely hits Mike in the nads. Ah. Oh. Hey. oh shit! I thought you were neutered. You can't be on the force if you're neut if you're not neutered. Uh, what? I'm not a dog. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to dishonorably discharge you. Give me I'm that. Not a dog. Not a dog. Look, I I I like you. You got testicles. Can you at least like? Can I just talk to the mayor? Can you give him like a call or something? The mayor's in. Milwaukee. So he doesn't have a phone. <laughs> he does. He's, I, oh wait, that's a that's a good point. Hold on. Well, hey, I do have jurisdiction in Milwaukee. It, it is sister cities with Limbrook, and so <laughs> yeah, there is there is a very everyone knows that sister cities have shared jurisdiction for their local law enforcement. That does explain why there's such a big Packers fan base here in Limbrook, New York. That's why I was all over the news in Taiwan when I was taking all those cats out of trees. Feels like more of a fire department thing. I get that a lot. <laughs> but hey, what do you guys say we, uh, if you're willing to stay with us and I don't have to use force, Mr. Delivery Man, what do you say we get in the police blimp and we head out to Milwaukee? I would like that. Yeah, sure, why not? Oh, There's, you're there gay. I like you. There are 35 blimps in the world. <laughs> And two of them were in Lindbergh. Uh, I've still got some packages left, but fuck it. He Whoa. throws the packages and all the orphans leap up and grab them. And inside the packages, believe it or not, parents. And then we cut out two. Orphans. <laughs> yeah, they were orphans. Dickensian. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah, awesome. And we cut to Milwaukee. Ten seconds to show time. Alex, Adam, Rufus, and all the Rufus. drag queens are in a big circle, and we're doing our pre-show prayer. <sighs> Amen. Okay. A a woman. A non-binary. A non-binary. A a a all of the above. A a Milwaukee Fonzie. So break a leg, everyone, and remember, RuPaul is in the audience. <gasps> So you might have it's a, a big shot. Deal. You might have a shot at VP if this goes well tonight. It's not a competition, so. but only one of you will be chosen, if any. Yes. So make sure you do better than everyone else. Just leave it all on the stage. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Alex. I think it's time to open up the roof. The uh, the, awesome. the dome. I mean, and I couldn't think of a more luxurious curtain for you. To open. <laughs> yes, I am. Hold on. Uh, and 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds per square inch of pure hydrogen. And uh, I am at the ready. So you open the curtain. Uh, you Sorry, you open the roof, and I will open the curtain. And then the show will start. All right. Excellent. Uh, hi, guys. We're on in five, four. That is right. That's right, three, Rufus. You got it. Here we two. go. One. 
all of this stuff happens that we just described. So that the ceiling opens, the curtain sort of starts to pull just as the other blimp is coming in through the roof of the convention center because the delivery driver really <laughs> needs to talk to Alex. Obviously slams right into the hydrogen curtains. <laughs> And everyone, completely uninjured, don't worry, flies out of the convention center in the air as Rufus, luckily, was already in his prop Amelia Earhart plane, which is functioning, flies <laughs> scooping everyone up, all of Whoa. the 800 attendees, Adam, Alex, Mike, the IPS driver, uh, Officer Bobbert Robone. Well, oh God, oh, so much debris. Oh, it's a small fuck. plane. I'm very sorry. What is this? Oh, whoa, a lot of people on this small plane. Uh, whoa, oh, worlds sure, collide over here. Make sure you pick up uh, RuPaul. Make sure you pick up RuPaul down I there. I will never miss the libertarian presidential candidate <laughs> from years past. <laughs> I forget what year. Anyway, I don't know. 2012 Mike, what the hell are you doing here? I told you to wait for the damn package. I am waiting for the damn package. Answer your phone. We gotta get a signature here. We did the th ah. we did the Dave Chappelle thing where you have to hand in your phone, including <laughs> crew and cast. That's stupid. Package for you, Mr. Mayor. Oh, great. Where do I sign? That's nah, all right. I recognize you. You're just good. I'll go Thanks. fuck yourself. <laughs> all right. Oh, great. Oh, sweet. It's a handcuff key. Are you kidding? This was annoying me. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I hate it all, all comes this. around full circle. <laughs> I'll take those, uh, Mr. Delivery Driver. You are under arrest for. Well, I'm not actually sure why. He stole I, I'm my I'm just package. following Mike's lead here. I want to go to jail anyway, so just yeah, I'll I'll go. Hey, you know what they got a lot of in jail? Packages. That's right. Anyway, are we going back to? Uh, are we are we going back down? I feel like the I, hydrogen and the fire. Let's is just fly home. Yeah. We're, we're done whoa, here. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, the, the fuel gauge on the plane, it's it's going way down. Oh. I don't know if we're going to make it, guys. We're going to crash. We haven't done this in weeks. We're about to crash into the ground. Wait. This happened. Yeah, this, this happen happens quite frequently. And we see over the Milwaukee skyline and the sunset, the other blimp coming, and uh, is they're coming to rescue us. We've got pickles hanging from, like, uh, what are the, like, a Batman grappling hook. Uh, Davey's piloting it. Oh, I thought it was Billy for a second. This is much better. I hey, told Pickles! I told you there were benefits to having a blimp flyer that's an ex-Air Force Korea war veteran. Everybody get in! And Every time. As they're just about to pick them up, Davey notices that one of the invited guests to this show was Kim Jong-un. You know, now's my chance! Here I go! And he starts to kamikaze it. Pickles no, jumps Davey. off. Davey, don't! The Pickles over. jumps off. We're all teetering on Amelia Earhart's plane. Davey! Just as the lemon lifts off from backstage... And it's carrying the roller coaster with it with the discount double check guy on it. And he's doing the discount double check. And everyone leaps onto the roller coaster and leaps into the lemon. And we all lift off into low Earth orbit. Whoa. Oh, hey, we're in space. Whoa. Ish. This, this is not true space. We're still saving that for a rainy day. Hey, speaking of space... What did you guys think about Robert deciding to break it off with Amy? Oh, yeah, Robert that's didn't right. decide to break it off with Amy. Amy decided to oh. break it off with Robert. 
Oh, yeah. But yeah. Robert came at her with a uh, basically just like wanna be FWB. Friends with Barone. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> he he meant no. Yeah, it was no. There was no like sexual innuendo there. Just do you want to be, be friends just friends with me with Barone? Um, but no, uh, Amy dumped him. I thought. Yeah. Again, uh, uh, we as an audience didn't see this. Right. We did not see this discussion, so we do not know exactly <laughs> what happens. We can gather a good number, um, but we can't really say. Whether or not anyone was being too much or too little, Robert clearly needed some space of his own, and Amy clearly was ready for like to get married. Yeah, um, they were ready for two different things. Robert just really only recently getting probably his first real taste of freedom ever, considering he probably lived with his parents until he got married, lived with a controlling uh partner and then moved back in with his parents so this is the first time in his adult life he really just is on his own and he got to enjoy that for like a minute screen time before amy came in and really started uh being like really involved yeah uh, which is fine but when you want space that could be uh that could be not what you want so i feel like robert and amy could have definitely reached an agreement that left their relationship intact but this probably if i had to guess blew up into a big fight oh, um, that just that ended with amy walking out because she felt hurt hey guys I... I don't mean to be a you know a spoil sport here but we are in lower space can we like go down to like a place where we have enough oxygen to discuss take, this? take it up with bono whoever you are bono yeah. I wanted where, where's to say... bono <laughs> yeah sorry bono uh i wanted to say um that yeah i agree with that there's probably a middle ground where like we can still be together but we don't need to be rushing until uh you know to get married and i i liked it's sort of interesting to contrast robert um with raymond where cuz you can imagine like and and sort of the diagnosis that uh deborah gives this at first of like you know how hard it is for to get a guy like robert to commit and you can imagine that's how it was with Ray, but this isn't really a commitment issue with Robert. This is like an independence issue. He's never lived on his own, you're right. And we only got to see him enjoy that, and he really was enjoying it um, for a minute. And uh, Marie accusing him of being selfish, his response to that I think really underscores the difference between them of, good, this is my life, not yours, not yours, not yours, not even Raymond's, you know, I wrote, I was like, go off, Robert, you know, king, right? Am I using that correctly? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the queens all shake their head no. <laughs> Disapprovingly. Um, and yeah, the queens all shake their head no, and I'm like, yeah, I got it. Um, the I loved his like mic drop line. You know, if you want to find me, I'll be at the Crown View Apartments, Unit 9F. It still says Chung on the buzzer downstairs, but that's me. And storming out. I loved that moment for Robert. It's a real, like, you know, severing with what was, I mean, holding him back, you know, the living with Marie and Frank, and then maybe his relationship with Amy not holding him back, but, you know, he needs that time to develop and, and sort of grow into himself, even though he is a 40-year-old man or whatever. Um, I just, I liked that forceful change that he's initiating which we don't always see on everybody loves raymond 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I'll say it again for the folks in the back, uh, looking, you know, looking around for approval of all the queens. Yas King. <laughs> A muttering of like of like mixed reviews. Uh, better this time. Better. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't better as bad. Wasn't as bad. Yas. Mike. Mike. Oh, he's sleeping. He's watching dog TV 24 hours ang- separation anxiety relaxing music on the um on the lemon it's very comfortable here don't wake me up this is definitely someone's kink <laughs> anyway Rufus I think we're all ready to head back to Limbrook thank god because I ran out of fuel about four minutes ago Oh yeah. Well, we should be able to glide, yeah. you know. I noticed that the the roller coaster car had stopped. Uh, hopefully, we can get enough propulsion to turn towards re-entry. Oh no, we're and... we're good. We're just gonna come in for a very rough landing. Everybody ready? Okay. Spaghetti. Ooh. Fire and it up. The, uh, the 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 gravity kicks in like a Looney Tunes cartoon, and um, you see the plane start plummeting. Lemon. And, like. The lemons start plummeting. You see fire uh, going all the sides as though a meteor is crashing as we approach Lindbrook and Town Hall. Real quick backup. The gravity kicks in like a Looney Tunes cartoon. The lemon falls down really fast in the sky, but the discount double check guy stays behind and he's still discount double checking. <laughs> Look just... up this commercial if you haven't seen it. It was no, a big I, part I, of our lives. I, I got um, it. I got it. <laughs> and then, yes, fire, brimstone, brimstone, fire, re-entry, all that. And they they crash immediately in front of the Limbrook Town Hall. (laughs) Thank God the lemon's pointy shape distributed the pressure of us, of our impact, such that none of the surrounding area was damaged and none of us were injured. Ooh. Sully could take a a page out of Oh, we didn't get to we didn't get to do the Sully number. The show. I think that they'll survive without it. It's okay. I, we were gonna. Ha- we were Howie gonna- Mandel, who I also know that you invited, are, will, will will enjoy. Will will be okay. We're gonna. We have were to gonna do have what? Sully. <laughs> we were gonna have Sully shake hands with Amelia Earhart and then <laughs> unfurl a big banner that says "Sexism is over." That's, that would have been perfect. That would have been good. That would have been a great way to end it, but but it did not. All right. Anyway, someone else will just have to end sexism. It was all insured. Everything's fine. We didn't lose any of the tax dollars. All good. Shall we go inside? Let's go inside. Let's yeah. Let's let's get cozy. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up my new uh, my new handcuff key. Yep. Oh, by the way, Alex, I hope you don't mind. People have been playing 18 holes on your golf course out back for the past uh, few hours. Ah, man. That's my golf course. I'm going to have to wait in line. All right. Mike, can you hit the buzzer, please? (laughs) Hold on. I'm looking on the camera. Let me me pull up the camera here. Douglas? Douglas, is that? I'm I'm Mike G. You came home. Here, let me unlock the doggy door for you. Mayor, Mayor Alex... Hi, we're all here. Oh, let me uh, unlock this, the regular door. He's mine. Can you just let us all in? Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. He's not going to get it, Mike. He's not going to get he, it. Does this happen often? I don't interrupt in, interact with Paul W. that much. Um, He's new. He is uh the vet tech on site that I hired. Cause Mike, I have to tell you, I did get your 
ever I mean obviously everyone knows your iCloud was hacked and we all saw your very specific photos your you know your Ramazon history dog costumes you and leashes and whatnot and yeah they're calling it you know Puppygate and just in the local papers and <sighs> I just thought that this might be something you were you'd be into. I was trying to do a nice thing and Wait, I didn't know this was a thing. I thought we were just all treating Mike as a dog because he wouldn't like it. If he's gonna like it, I'm not gonna help. I'm not gonna do this anymore if he's into I feel it. Like the dog treats. Yeah, so no, fuck this. Dog bit over. That's all it was, Mike? The treats? The treats are very tasty, yeah. You don't need to do all this just to get tre- I mean, honestly you you weren't fooling anyone. They're probably not even that good. Here, let me give you, like, how good could these pop? Oh, my God. They're good, right? Uh, if it's just the treats, you can absolutely, we will buy you bulk treats. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, appreciate I mean, that. I'm not going to get the name brand. I'm going to get Ramazon Basics. I'd really like it if you got the name Sorry, brand, Ra- though. Ramazon Basics. <laughs> I would really appreciate if you got, like, the milk bones, though, because those are really tasty. I'll get you milk, and I'll get you bones, and it's up to you how you... Combine the uh, try rewinding. Okay. Okay. Um, Paul, your services are no longer required. Thank you for everything you've done. Get out. And, uh, you know, go away. Get out, go away. We will come by the fetish club if we need you. Jesus Christ. Good, good luck and God bless. And uh, here's a little blimp money to get you home. All right. Thanks. What well, a Mike. day. We wrote, Alex, can you believe we wrote and produced that whole musical in one day and we didn't even Yeah, get to and we didn't it. even stay to watch most of it. Well, we, we just couldn't. left. It exploded. Who knows what who knows what went on after that? No one will know. There will be no uh recourse from this. Uh it was so far away uh from Limbrook. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Well, it's luckily okay. the blast was such that the actual convention center was located in Green Bay, which is not sister cities in sister cities with Limbrook. So we're scot free. They don't have jurisdiction. We just can never go to Green Bay. Aww, I oh, I like the Packers. Man. Yeah. Well, all this talk about packages, Mike. I did. Packers. I know you like the Packers, so I did get you something. <gasps> What'd you get me? I got, I got you a discount double check. <gasps> discount double check. Yeah, we can talk about it later. Um. Is there anything else that you guys... <laughs> Mike, if you're going to aggressively discount double check like that, I'll call Paul W. back. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Is there anything else you guys wanted to point out about this episode? There's a big one that I don't think either we... Unless you did, Mike. I wasn't really paying no, attention yeah. to your feed, but we didn't we I was just thinking. talk about... I think before the barometer, we got to talk about uh, the elephant in the room. Oh yeah, right. The uh, that was not meant as anything other than just the saying that it is. Right. It, it's it's yeah. Kevin James as a different oh, character. Oh yeah, that's right. yeah. This is the moment that Doug Hefferton fully supplants Kevin, the character of Kevin in Everybody Loves Raymond. So Ray answers the door. It's finally the package. And it's Doug Heffernan in his IPS uniform from King of Queens. And I was expecting an applause break, and when there wasn't one, I was, I was, it was weird. I was jarred. I because, genuinely, when yeah. that happened, my thought was, has, has Doug already been, been on Everybody Loves Raymond? I was not sure. 
I guess it's like Kevin James himself has been a reoccurring character. So it's like it's not a new character or a new actor, even if it's a new character. I bet probably a couple people in the audience didn't even realize. Here's what I found out. And maybe this helps explain why it was such a brief appearance and they really, you know, it was just like, hey, you want to go golfing later? Da, 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 da. Um, this episode aired on November 16th, 1998. This episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, and it was led into immediately preceding it on CBS was season one, episode nine of King of Queens Road Rage, uh, which was a crossover where... Uh, Ray, Frank, and Robert all appear. The synopsis of that episode is Doug regrets helping Ray Barone cheat on his driving test. Meanwhile, Arthur's neediness hinders Carrie's studying. Don't know what that means, but I probably have seen this episode. Um, so perhaps the expectation was, oh, people are going to watch this long episode, this 20-minute episode, where Ray is a major part of it, and he completely crosses over with Doug. And then we'll just put in a little... Doug appearance as like an Easter egg for people who wa- who stayed and watched the King of Queens. Right. This is otherwise this is, it's so inconsequential. It doesn't it, matter. Yeah. It's yeah. this is a far cry from the heyday of crossovers with that so sweet life of Hannah Montana. This is this is not anywhere near that. This is this sucks. Yeah, chronologically that it just hadn't reached its peak yet. This yeah. was the best they could do at the time. But the right. technology by 2006 had advanced so much Probably. that, yeah, had advanced so much that they could handle such a crossover event. Mm-hmm. Indeed. At this time, uh, all you got was a little bit of Doug. Um, I want to point out a couple of facts. Uh, we last saw Kevin in season two, episode five, uh, episode 25, The Wedding, part two. Uh, when he was in Ray's wedding party. So I guess chronologically it was whatever one was before that because that technically is the first time that we've seen Doug or Kevin timelines, um, multiverse. It It's crazy. I um, also found out that um, this is very in the weeds, but I went to TV Tango, which I've mentioned before, which has all of the TV lineups for every day in history. Um it also had the ratings. So I found out that um, the episode of King of Queens got a 9.5 rating, which means 9.5% of all households watched it. That's um, actually pretty big. All TV having households, not all households in the country. Um, Still. And Raymond got an 11.5. So wow, like so more people tuned in for wow. Ray. 2% more of TV owners. That's um, very significant. Yeah, and Raymond was actually number one in its time slot and in prime time for that day on the major networks besides an NFL game. Uh, He beat out Allie McBeal, Caroline in the City, and the NFL pre-show, the Monday Showcase. Maybe suck it, McBeal. That is Mike. But the NFL game itself got a thirteen point nine. Yeah, that checks out. Nothing beats football in America. But that means by the same margin that Raymond beat King of Queens, the NFL beat Raymond. So that gives you a sense. It's like a, a Raymond is a full cut above yeah. King of Queens here. At least at and, this point in his career, yeah. 
Yeah, this is season one of King of Queens, so it's just started out, and I'd love to cover this more. If only there was some sort of, you know, pay what you want uh, bonus content area that we could do that in, but uh, yeah, you know, but nothing like that exists. I mean, there is oh. the Baronis Zonus. Oh, we could do it there. Yeah, let, oh. you know, let's do that. Let's let's drop that in the description. Yeah, and sometime within the next couple weeks. Donate. Yeah, yeah, next couple weeks we'll have an episode of covering that covering that thing. Covering that or something else. Yeah. Whoever knows. I don't know what they do over there. Um Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that and we'll talk about that further in the Zonus. Um I wanted to point out another couple of details. I, Snyder's watch continues. Snyder's of Hanover pretzels <laughs> appearing in the background. Oh, what hit were you me with that. Say? I have a different I have a different <laughs> thing that I want to bring up. But you, you tell me about Snyder's first. That's nothing to tell you. It's, it's that Snyder's there. of Hanover was also in the background of this episode. I wanted to say, and this is this is kind of a note for future for the future, but um later in this show, I believe it's a season four finale, we get a little preview of uh, Robert's divorce, of, of his ex-wife Joanne, and it all going down. Robert's apartment is the same one, or it's the same set that they use to show his actual divorce, like the breakup of those two people, and uh, currently now. So I have the headcanon that um, Robert just moved back into his own apartment, his old apartment. He just, it was open, he just went back. Which, like... Like mental, for as far as mental health goes, that can't be like the healthiest thing. Oh, but to he's do. so happy. Let him do it. Yeah, okay. maybe. I will. Uh, I, it does track for Robert that like he's willing to make a big change as long as it's consistent with things that he's done before. Like, yeah, he's comfortable there already. It makes sense. And now Joanne's not there, so maybe it's sort of like a new leaf for it. It's sort of like I recall the end of this show. When Robert and Amy buy Marie and Frank's house. Oh, it's, spoiler alert, man. Who cares? Sure. It's sort of the same thing, if you're right, that it is the same apartment, which, given the evidence, we have to assume it is. Um, mm-hmm. He just he goes back and forth between that apartment and his childhood home, and he'll do it again and again. His whole life. Yeah. But... Anything you guys had? Otherwise, I just want to run down some random sentences. That Robert are... dancing in his apartment yeah. is mm-hmm. basically a shot-for-shot scene of what I did in the mayor's office the first time I was alone. Yes. <laughs> Complete with licking the stereo. Yes, but there wasn't anything on it. <laughs> just to get that good... Because so- you've said this before, that a Sony... And a Sanyo are very different flavor profiles. Yeah, see the Sony, like, t- has like a hint of like, like lavender in it, <laughs> and the other one will literally kill you. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. I. That's fascinating. No, I I covered everything that I uh, that I that I hit on. All right, I'm gonna run through it. Cold open. Uh, Ray talking about the curtains. It's not like anyone's ever naked in there. Uh, Good line. Robert's apartment. Uh, hotel art seems to have come with the place, given that there's also hotel art in the hallway outside. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Robert would have had to purchase the, the art if it wasn't in there, and he's got terrible taste. Yes. I'm sorry. that I didn't even think about that. That's, that's, that's so fascinating. Robert, sorry, continue. Robert not noticing the tiny dishwasher until Amy points it out is very funny. Um, mm-hmm. Fruit coming he out. He eats the- it on a book. He eats on. He eats a sandwich yeah. on a book. I wasn't. I wasn't sure what, what book, book it was. It was. No. 
No, it's too small. Too small for me to see. Uh, Ray comes in and says, hey, Auntie M to Deborah, which is not the same level of cuteness as he usually brings. Uh, it's no cuddle pants or whatever. Um, I liked uh, Deborah's callback to bread and water. Um, I, I liked yeah. I liked all of her callbacks when she was like, oh, there's a big spider in the tub. You got to go kill it. I liked, I liked all yeah. that. That was... I, listen... People hate on Deborah online, not on this podcast, because we we are Deborah stands, I believe, as the kids say. She's very quick with the one-two punch, and even if that you, even if you are not a fan of Deborah, you've got to give her that. Yeah, she's very funny. You've got to give it up. Speaking of being funny, I loved Ray's defense. I didn't love it from like a relationship standpoint. I just thought it was funny. His defense of Robert uh, talking to Amy about this hostage situation analogy. Uh, his defense is Robert tried to do my jokes, which is such. <laughs> I was being funny. Robert tried to do my jokes when I did it. It was funny and cute. The clinkety clink clink thing he did with the mug really made me laugh. Uh, that was that was fun. Just yeah. I just loved him desperately, desperately trying to, uh, to save face. Uh, yeah. Well, I just what popped into my head is I forget what the context was, but I was in college and I said something really, really bad like without like you know you say something and it ruins the social situation yeah and somebody turned to me and said hey mike would you like a crowbar to remove that foot from your mouth and that was that was my thought this entire time is is ray is desperately trying to crowbar his foot out of his mouth in this in this situation what did you say i genuinely cannot remember Mm. i just i just give us the con. You can't say I said something so terrible it shut the whole room down, and someone had to I give a said, witty. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Everyone know. remembers. You said you voted for RuPaul, right? I said exactly. No, I said I, I said specifically that RuPaul could do a great job in Russia, and there was a Russian person there, and she uh, she took offense. <laughs> I don't even understand that. It didn't make I, you. You told me to make something up. I did Adam. I did <laughs> it. Did. I said right, I asked whatever. you to tell the truth, which you refused. I don't remember. To. Marie and Frank, you just can't stop ruining your brother's life, can you? Uh, I love Marie like popping off, and then Frank just looking solemnly at the ground. She had good hips, that one. Really. <laughs> and then Frank uh, yelling at Ray, "You upset your mother." She came to me looking for comfort. I'm not set up for that. Which is such an encapsulation of Frank saying so much more than just that. Uh, Mike, is the Crown View Apartments real? Is it a real Limbrook apartment building? I do not believe so. I, it's not a Limbrook apartment building, and maybe it's something else. Let me, let me Google it. I should have done this earlier. Yes, you Crown. should have Googled the Crown View Apartments. Heights. It's is it Crown View Heights or just Crown, Crown View Apartments? View apartments. Unit nine F, if you can find it. I wonder if there's a three D tour. That'd be funny if you did a 3D tour and it was missing a fourth wall. Yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> that would be great. Cameraman in the 3D tour. So, let's see. If, if you can't find it right off the bat, it might not the exist. The Crown View, so, here's the thing. There is a Crown View Manor in West Orange, New Jersey. That might be as close as we can get. You think Robert yeah. moved to West Orange? I mean, if he's an NYPD cop. He could. It's going to New Jersey is not out of the question. Take the path, no, drive over all. the GW. 
Yeah. I don't know where West Orange is, actually. Maybe it's... I'm looking at it on a map right now. Let's let me, all look let me at see. West Orange, New Jersey on a map. Maybe we should wrap this is, up this, the show. This makes for good podcasting, right? <laughs> uh, loading. Uh, actually, it's not that far. It's it's. Oh, it's like outside of Newark. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, a far drive for if you're going to Lindbrook, but if you're going into, you know, just Manhattan, it's not that bad. Yeah, so that's West Orange, New Jersey, which was obviously the bulk of this episode was about that. But for Season 3, Episode 9 of Everybody Loves Raymond, The Lone Barone, we are going to have to turn our attention to our classic barometer, uh, which is our scale from 1 to 10, on which we rate Ray's performance as a husband, brother, son, father, um, hostage. Holy Spirit. I always <laughs> want to say it. Um, on a scale from 1 to 10... With ten being the great dads of sitcom history, your Carl Winslow, your Uncle Phil, your Danny Tanner, Alex, give me another one. Me. <laughs> At this point, you are one of the great dads of sitcom history. And yes, I am. One being the bad men of television history, the Walter Whites and Don Drapers, men who actively harm their families, such as Mike, Timmy Turner's dad from Fairly Odd Believe Parents. Believe it or not, That's a good you've one. already used that one, I think. I've used that one? I think so. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron's dad from Jimmy Neutron. No, he's great. He's no, just a he's little not. aloof. he's an imbecile. <laughs> he's just a little aloof. He loves ducks. It's interesting. And he's so nice. Your goalposts for what a good dad he's, is. He's like at least like a four. He's, he's not a zero. He's not, he's a, not one. a zero. I'll give him a two, but he right. does not help then his son. You've gotta, if you're going to give him a two, you have to pick a one. I have to actively pick a one? Yes. Uh, Tony Soprano. Used it. The dude from Sons of Anarchy. I've never seen it. I'll take your word for it. That. What about the 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 the, the um the Mr. Roy from the from uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Succession? <laughs> Mr. Roy, Logan Roy. Yeah. No, Logan. Well, Logan is a terrible dad. Yeah, let's go with him. Right. I meant like you the meant patriarch, but yeah, Logan is the patriarch. Logan. Oh no, they, you're right. Kendall's the son. Kendall's you're right. The Logan. Son. I am talking about Logan. Yeah. Okay. Kendall's also a terrible dad. He is a terrible dad. But that's what that's what a one is. Yes. The Roys collectively. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Oh shit! I'm getting a a uh, oh weather alert. Meat rain is back. I gotta oh, I gotta go out come there. On. Uh, let me. I'm the only one with the code to the meat awning. So let me go uh, unfurl that and uh, yeah, yeah. Go, go take care of that. See Let's you later. Please don't do the barometer without me. Of You're course going not. To do the never. Barometer without you. No, we would never. I am going right, to. Okay, I'll do it too. Okay, fine. Fuck. All right, I'm. Bye. I leave. Hello. Hello. Same voice. Oh. Hello. Oh, officer! Hi. Police! Uh, hi, Bobbert. Uh, sorry, it's uh, a knock warrant, so I do need I need you to open the door. All right, here we go. Hey, how you doing? Oh, Bobbert? my police are just like vampires. Don't let them in here. Uh, no, this is a friend. He helped me out. Mike, I'm here to deliver something to you from the commissioner, which is uh, this little blue lives magnet. Uh, to put on your car in recognition of your help capturing that yeah. delinquent pass. Oh, look, it, it, it literally says Blue Lives Magnet. Yeah, it sure does. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Okay. Hey, you know, you're here. You want to help us do the barometer? What is, what's the barometer? 
You just it's, missed the explanation. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Uh, well, uh, go back. My package of other memorabilia to give to you did arrive, so I'll I'll stay here and unpack it, and we can talk about whatever. Um, well, sure. listen to Mike and me do it, and then you'll know what to do. Mike, would um, you like to go first, or shall I? No, I'll go first. Um, I mean, I genuinely don't think the primary issue that Ray got in trouble for, I don't think he actually did that bad here. Because, you know, he said some things that he regret, regret, maybe regretted, but he's also in the privacy of what should be a trusted individual. He didn't realize he was he was that uh, Robert came to him for advice. So I actually don't blame him for venting and blowing off some steam. He was frustrated. He was having a bad morning. It happens to everybody. I get it. Um, so that's, that's uh, putting that aside, he did desperately try to save face at the end. And he didn't do a great job, but also he was put on the spot. So I'm, in, I'm in t- inclined to cut him some slack there as well. Um, but, you know, he also was misogynistic in talking about the supermodel and all that jazz. I'm going to give him a four. Bad, but I don't think he was as actively bad as everybody in the family. He has been way worse before and not caught even a quarter of the flack that he uh, got in this episode. So I'm going to I'm going to give him a four. And I feel like that's that's even that's a little bit low, but I'm sticking with it Four for Ray. All right, Alex, what about you? Mike, this might be the biggest numerical difference between our two scores ever. Oh, yeah. Um, Here's what I think. Ray expressed how he was feeling. He was feeling like he didn't get enough time for himself or the agency in the relationships in his life to do what he wants to do. Robert comes to him on a bad day and Ray vents his frustrations to him. Robert did not ask for advice at any time. I think the only thing Robert did use from this exchange was Raymond's words as framing for what he already was planning to say to Amy. Ray's biggest flaw in the episode was not properly communicating his actions in the final scenes, calling his airing of frustrations jokes, which comes off as uh, insincere. Overall, just like Robert moving out, I think this is another case of the family putting their own selfish expectations and reasons for Robert to stay with Amy, even if he is unhappy, and believed that if Ray also kept how he was feeling to himself, then Robert would have never had the balls to tell Amy how he was already feeling, which I feel is untrue. I'm giving Ray a seven and a half. Oh, wow. That's pretty That's very good. That's quite the difference. Wow. So if I understand right. correctly, you're rating Ray's performance on a scale from one to ten is calm does and bad and good? Yeah. That's correct. Maybe in the future, you should just come here like 30 seconds earlier. The way that Ray <laughs> so accurately captured what it's like to be in a hostage situation brought me back to some of my greatest career triumphs and failures in a way that resonated me almost resonated with me almost as much as any episode of Blue Bloods does. For that reason alone, I'm going to give Ray a score that is one point uh that is uh 3.5 points lower than the ratings that this episode got on November 16th, 1998. I'm a bit of a ratings head. Uh maybe you've been no to my kidding. website, TV Tango. I have. I'm going to give him an 8. All right, well, that brings Ray to an average this episode of a six and a half. Wow. 6.5. I'm comfortable with that. That sounds pretty right to me. I... Thank you for shooting low, Mike, to offset Bob. Of course. Always. You know, I'm a pessimist. 
I know you are. That's one of the two reasons I love you. All right. Goodbye. I, I have to go. Bye. Goodbye. goodbye. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Where's Adam? Oh, hey. Adam. Ugh, that awning is is saturated. The meat awning well, then. is saturated. <laughs> uh, you're just in time to say goodbye. I first oh. would like to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond. I would like to remind you that at our shop at uh, postfun.org, we have merchandise for you. I'm actually wearing one of our shirts right now. It's very comfortable. Looks great. It's a podcast they can't see. Well, I no, I'm showing you guys. He's oh, showing Jesus. us, and I'm reassuring the listener that it looks great. And I gotcha. am wearing We're working it. together. It's good. It feels, it's comfortable. Yes, it's a good describe shirt. Describe the feel. Describe the smell. It's very cottony. Smells like a shirt. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, wear it to have an incredibly deep cut uh, for your loved ones and friends. Wear it. And you can act all snooty when people ask what that is and yeah. uh, et cetera. You can so wear it anywhere. That. Church, business, graduation. It's the perfect gift for the holidays. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash baronezone. You can find us on Instagram and threads at barone.zone. You can uh, email us at raymond at postfund.org. We love hearing from you. Check out the Baronis Zonus, postfund.org slash donate. That's a free episode, not a free episode. That's an extra episode every month of this show. Uh, pay what you want, one time, lifetime access. It's the best deal in podcasting. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's anything else to plug. Is there, Mike? No, I think that uh, we just want to say thank you very much. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a positive written review. Uh, we really appreciate all of your feedback. Well. Hey, even the negative stuff drives up engagement. That's true. Okay. It does. Your your negative reviews only make us stronger. <laughs> Thank you so much. And the only thing left to do is our trademark goodbye. That's what we say. Uh, everybody. Loves. Raymond. And we love you. you. And then we zoom out from... The, the city hall, like the town hall, and then walking in front of it is just a, a small dog, and it turns to face the audience, and it's got Mike's face with a goatee, <laughs> and it says, Bork, Bork, and then it runs away. And it's got How a collar that says Douglas. Absolutely yeah. horrifying. <laughs> it's got yeah, a collar that says Douglas, and people are just putting like crazy on Alex's uh, golf course between its legs. Uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm.